Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. My name is Derek Frisbee from DF Sports. And today, boy, oh boy, is it a fun time to be a fan of this team. I am absolutely juiced. I was sick yesterday, but I'm feeling great today. Kind of just letting that win sit in, looking forward to the game Monday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. What a time. So today, we're going to look quickly back at the Bengals game, kind of do a quick reaction. And then I want to talk about this defense. I told you this defense was going to be unreal, one of a kind, and it's safe to say that it was against the Cincinnati Bengals. So we're going to look at some of the things that Jim Schwartz did, how that's going to carry over into the season, and why the defense was so legit for the Cleveland Browns in this game. But before we do, please be sure to check out the Dogs Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Please be sure to like this video. Drop a comment in the comment section. I want to know what you think about this game. We have a lot to talk about. And also, if that's not enough for you, you can get your voice heard on the show. Thedogspodcast.com is going to be your way to leave a voicemail. We will play it out on the show and let you know what we think about what you think. And you can get your own uh, intro. You can intro the show. How cool is that? Thedogspodcast.com. And if you are here, you are a Cleveland Browns fan. And if you are a Browns fan, you want to talk to other Browns fans. Jointhedogs.com is going to be your way to join the Patreon. In that Patreon, you get extra after-hour shows, which you don't want to miss. But also, you join the Discord. And in the Discord, during games, after games, on a random Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you can talk to other Browns fans across the world, pretty much. And, you know, why why wouldn't you want that? So join the Discord, join the Patreon, you get all of that. And also become a member, 99 cents a month, get some fancy stickers in the chat. That's going to be your way to show more support to the channel and to us. We would greatly appreciate it. So... Let's dive into this. The Cleveland Browns week one at home, home opener, destroyed the Cincinnati Bengals 24-3 in a Browns win. Uh, It it was kind of a crazy game. I was at the game. The weather sucked. It was wet. It was rainy, kind of cold. But, man, did this team show up. So, like I said in the intro, we're going to be talking a lot about the defense here in this video. But I wanted to kind of do a quick, just overall recap. I was very impressed. I was very impressed with all three units. Offense, defense, special teams. I thought all of them played great. I thought uh, the Browns were doing a lot of really, really good things on the field. We talk about winning the offseason and coming out in the preseason looking really good. What does it translate on the field in the actual regular season? 
And unfortunately for the Browns, historically, not been too great. It's kind of been rough. You know, we get our hopes up and then we get let down as early as week one, right? If you go back and remember when the Browns traded for OBJ, we played the Titans week one and got the doors blown off. What a letdown that was. Here we are now in 2023. It finally looks perfect. You know, I mean, there's nothing more you could really do uh, to improve this team. Coaching staff, quarterback, defense, like everything looks great. And I'm sure there was a a portion of Browns fans that were like, okay, how are we going to get let down now? And guess what? We weren't. Week one, 24-3, Browns win the Battle of Ohio. Uh, Quickly, before I dive into the defense, I just want to say Deshaun Watson A lot of people are saying he did not look great at all. He looked terrible. Um, For me personally, there was a lot that I really liked out of Deshaun Watson. And being there at the game, his eyes were always in the right spot. You could see him going through his progressions and knowing where the ball should go. Now, the weather conditions and, you know, he talked about being cramped up and he had to get the IV at halftime. You know, the ball wasn't flowing out of his hands the best, you know, I'll give you that. And yes, he left some completions on the field, but overall the ability of Deshaun Watson to read the defense and understand when he needs to take off and run is incredible. And if he can do that throughout the course of the year, the passing game will catch on, but the knowledge and understanding when to check it, when to run is something that is very hard to kind of pick up on. And I thought Deshaun did a fantastic job doing it. He had one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown. Uh, he did have the interception. I I heard it was a tipped ball. I personally, I wasn't paying attention to that. Um, and I have not gone back and watched the game yet on TV. So I don't know. Maybe that was as bad as it looked in person. Uh, but who knows? He was 16 to 29 on the day, 55.2 completion percentage. Um, But I thought the offense, given the conditions, actually did a pretty fine job. Ohio, Caesar Sportsbook is kicking off the NFL season with a new bet $50, get $250 in bonus bets, limited time offer. New users can sign up with our code DOGSGET and redeem $250 in bonus bets after placing your first wager of $50 on any NFL game. Even if your first bet loses, you will receive one $50 bonus bet credit each week over the next five weeks. Make sure to enter our code DOGSGET while signing up to have a bet on Caesars every week for the start of the season. That's code DOGSGET. Offers only available for new customers who are 21 and older and are physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you can qualify. Nick Chubb, not a big stat number as far as, you know, the box score goes. 18 carries, 106 yards. But man, when we needed him to move the ball, Nick Chubb moved the ball. And that's what makes him so great. I just sat there every time he had the ball in his hands. And I'm like, man, we cannot let him leave Cleveland. I don't care how old he is. Nick Chubb is a a one-of-a-kind player, one-of-a-kind running back. And you saw the difference between Jerome Ford and Nick Chubb, and that's not a slight to Jerome Ford. But, man, Chubb's vision is unreal. And you saw uh, Elijah Moore get involved in the rush game. He was our leading receiver uh, with three receptions, 43 yards. But he also got the handoff. 
you know, was rolling right, wasn't anything there, took off left, got a, a pretty decent gain. I was I was just really happy. I was really happy with just about everything we saw. Uh I don't even want to get into it, but Jedrick Wills has to get get it together. You know, I'm not going to talk about it. Again, this is supposed to be about the defense, but I really liked a lot of what I saw offensively. Special teams kicker was perfect. D-hop was perfect. Uh, defending on special teams was unreal. There was multiple times where I was like, man, we are flying to the ball on special teams. And shout out to Bubba Ventrone. Fantastic job. Um, you know, just awesome. Awesome Sunday. Great way to kick off the season defensively, offensively, and special teams. So, with that being said, let's take a look at this defense. So, I am so excited. I'm borderline giddy about this team and this defense because, man, we said it. This team has the dogs, right? Pun intended. This team has a dog mentality on defense and it's very obvious to see, and it starts up or not up front, but it starts on the sideline. It starts with Jim Schwartz. And I was personally blown away with some of the things that we saw out of Jim Schwartz. And, you know, that translates. Jamar Chase, Bengals leading receiver, five receptions, 39 yards, which is a horrible, atrocious day if you are Jamar Chase. T. Higgins, zero receptions, eight targets. Zero receptions, not a single one. Tyler Boyd, two receptions for 10 yards. The Cincinnati Bengals could not move the ball to save their life. Joe Mixon, 13 carries, 56 yards. That's fine. I thought he was okay at times. He was one of the only bright spots for the Bengals offense. But man, when you dive into the numbers here, it is unbelievable. Real. It is unreal. The Browns held Cincinnati. You've seen this stat. Two of 15 on third down. That is how you win football games defensively. You held you hold them on third down. That's what you do. And the Browns did that. They they allowed 2.6 yards per play, only 75 rushing yards, only 82 passing yards. That is insane numbers. You will never see a game like that out of Joe Burrow probably ever again, you know, because he could not do anything. And the biggest point for me heading into this game was Joe or Joe Woods, Jim Schwartz has to find ways to blitz Joe Burrow. He's coming off of that calf uh, strain and he hasn't had time to practice. He's not played in the preseason. The offensive line was injured. It was new. A lot of guys moving around. They had to find ways to get pressure. And what I saw from Jim Schwartz Sunday, oh my goodness. I I was I was sitting in my seats just looking, being like, man, this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted to see out of the defensive line and how you scheme guys up, where you're bringing pressure, where you're blitzing. And it was unreal. Miles Garrett, six pressures, one sack. He only played 70%, 77% of the defensive snaps. Now, if you're a Browns fan outside of this year, you know Miles Garrett never gets a break. And we have constantly seen him on the sideline just bent over trying to catch his breath because he's playing so much and we haven't really given him 
that opportunity to kind of take a breather because he was the defensive line. And now the Browns have a unit where even if Miles is out of the game, you can trust what you have. Zadarius Smith, six pressures. Okoronkwo had a sack. Um, Just what the Browns were doing, drawing up blitzes and finding ways to get creative with it. At one point, you know, I was sitting with my boy Wes and he goes, do you see what I see right now? And I'm looking, I'm like, I'm looking in the secondary and Zadarius Smith and Miles Garrett were right next to each other. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I looked at Joe Burrow and you could see, you could see it in his body language, right? There's that meme going around on social media of, I think it's Oklahoma State's quarterback, um, you know, where he's like this and his hands are shaking pre-snap. It wasn't quite that, but you could tell Burrow was definitely not happy to see what the Browns were lining up. And the good thing is, for me, honestly, it's not even Miles. It's not even Zadarius. Obo Okoronkwo all day long was just flying around the edge, which is fantastic because the biggest thing for me is going to be health. This defense is unreal. As long as everybody's healthy, this is a top three defense in the NFL. Yes, top three. I think it's up where, up there with the 49ers. It's up there with what we saw from the Cowboys Sunday. This defense is legit. It just needs everybody to stay healthy, right? And what I saw out of Okoronkwo gives me enough confidence that if Sidarius needs to come out, if Miles needs to come out, we have a legitimate number three in there who is a number two. We signed Okoronkwo to be the number two, and you know he's playing like it. Even as the number three, he's playing like it. And as much as he was on the field Sunday, I think the Browns will end up using him a lot. I think he's going to get in rotation a lot, and I think that's great because the longer you can preserve Miles Garrett, you will have the fourth quarter Miles that you saw Sunday. Getting that sack was so critical. The Bengals took Joe Burrow out of the game with like nine minutes left. It was insane. I could not believe the way that they just admitted defeat. And it was great to see. It was fantastic to see. But that defensive line, Shelby Harris got there. Dal- or, uh, yeah, Dalvin Tomlinson looked really good. Just the front four as a whole, I mean, ruthless. Absolutely ruthless. And this is what I've been wanting to see out of this Browns defense for so long. And it's great to have fantastic corners, good secondary, linebackers, whatever. But when you have a nasty, aggressive defensive line, that's where you win defensively. You win up front. It's the same reason why the Browns went out and rebuilt the offensive line as much as they have over the last few years. Because that's how you win games, getting pressure, getting to the quarterback. And the Browns now have an unreal defensive line. So I'm absolutely pumped. And before I shift gears here to the secondary, Zedaria Smith is as advertised, which I 1000% expected. But, you know, he, he might not have ended up with a sack. And yes, him and Miles both had six pressures. But 
you, the eye test told you a lot more about Zadarius Smith than necessarily the stats because he was flying around. He is he's a lot faster than he looks. Like he's a big dude, but man, he flies to the football. And having somebody that is like that, same thing with Oboe, helps Miles so much because it's that extra step. Somebody, somebody is getting there. And you just can't chip all those guys. So who are you going to worry about? You got to worry about Miles because if you don't, he's going to wreck you. Zadarius Smith, pro bowler, multiple time, just dog. And what are you going to do about him? You can't answer all these questions. That's my point here. And what Joe, or I almost did it again. What Jim Schwartz has done up front is unreal. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Fall grilling is in full swing, and the grilling experts at Omaha Steaks are helping you keep the fires lit by putting some sizzle into your September. Head over right now to omahasteaks.com and type code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar, and you will get 50% off all steaks. That's right. They're turning September into steak temper with mouthwatering deals on all your favorite tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks. And as an added bonus, you also get two Free 10-ounce bone-in New York strips with select packages, like the Guaranteed Perfection Grill Pack. This package is the perfect sampling of everything that makes Omaha Steaks unforgettable. The Guaranteed Perfection Grill Pack includes four butcher's cut filet mignons, four boneless pork chops, four air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four pure ground filet mignon burgers, their Omaha Steak seasoning, and of course, like I said, with our promo code DOGS in the search bar, you get two free 10-ounce bone-in New York strip steaks, with your order. Football season is back, Browns fans. That means you're tailgating. That means you're cooking out. You're getting together. And now is the perfect time to grab some extra meat for your cookhouse because all of the mouthwatering steaks at Omaha Steaks, 50% off during the Steak Timber Sale event. So again, head to omahasteaks.com right now. Enter code DOGS in the search bar. Get all the exclusive Steak Timber packages and get those two free 10-ounce bone-in New York strips when you order. Make sure you order today. This exclusive offer is only available for a limited time. Stay fired up for fall grilling with 50% off all steaks during the Steak Temper sales event. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword dogs. So, with that being said, let's move on here to the secondary. Martin Emerson, unreal. Targeted six times, one catch allowed. One catch allowed. He played pretty much all outside, which was to be expected. Um, but he looked like a, a star. He didn't look like a good corner. He looked like an elite corner. And that's that's really my biggest takeaway defensively as far as the secondary goes. The Browns secondary is we have three elite corners. Greg Newsom played in the in the box 10 snaps, 41 slot snaps with just four snaps playing outside. He allowed two receptions for 18 yards. He had an 82.2 tackle grade, 80, 80.2 coverage grade. And it's it's weird because the way all of our corners complement each other each other is crazy. It's crazy to me because Emerson is your big, lengthy, nasty, aggressive corner. Newsom flips his hips, flies around, great in zone and man. Um, he's kind of your do it all guy. And then Denzel Ward Sunday, eight targets, four catches allowed, uh, for 26 yards, two forced incompletions. 
man, he looked unreal too. That was the best game personally. I've been to a few games. That's the best game I've ever seen out of Denzel Ward in person. Now, I'm not saying of all time. It might be. It might be his best NFL game. But man, did he look elite. And again, all three guys looked elite. And we've been waiting to see this Denzel Ward. We extended him. He's been injured. And he's coming off of concussion, too. So I did not expect Ward to play that well. And that was one of the things that I mentioned in like the pre preview pregame stuff is like, man, we're going to have to compensate for Ward because he's hurt and he's coming off of that concussion. No, he played out of this world. Jamar Chase couldn't do anything. T Higgins quite literally didn't do anything. And, um, you know, Boyd was Boyd. He was okay, right? He had two catches for 10 yards. They could not move the ball at all. And this secondary was completely locked down, locked down on the lake. That's the secondary. Now, let's um let's quickly look at kind of the safety situation and a quick look at the linebackers. What the Browns did and what Jim Schwartz did with Grant Delpit was so interesting. And I kind of wondered how Delpit was going to be used in this defense because Last year, he was the free safety, and that's not the best role for him, but he can cover. It's not like he can't cover and you don't want him in coverage, but using him all over the place is the best usage for him. And Sunday, that's what we did. You know, there was Delpit had that one pass breakup. I forget who he was on. Maybe it was, I think it was on T. Higgins, um, or it was just a long bomb from Joe Burrow, right? He had to literally just cover, right? He had to catch up, cover, basically be a corner and knock that ball out. And it was perfect. It was perfection. Um, You know, and a lot of times with safeties, it's easy to get real touchy and you get the possibility of flags because they're not corners, right? And it's, it's it's a different position. Even though you're both in the secondary, it's not as easy as it looks. Delpit, was fantastic in coverage. Jim Schwartz brought him up and blitzed him, you know, out of the box. And I want to say he had a sack. I could be wrong. I don't have it in front of me. But I'm pretty sure that Grant Delpit had a sack in that game. But he was getting pressure, um, you know, and just how the Browns were using him gives me so much excitement. That was final that was the best game I have ever seen out of Grant Delpit. As a Cleveland Brown, yeah, start of the whistle at the first quarter to the end of the fourth quarter, Grant Delpit played unreal. And I think it is strictly just because he he has the ability now to kind of be that rover and do multiple different things and not just be stuck as a free safety. Speaking of free safety, guess who wasn't there? Juan Thornhill. You had Rodney McLeod, who is a veteran, knows Jim Schwartz's defense, and he played really good, right? He didn't do anything crazy, but he didn't cost you the game. He's your second string safety, and you were fine, right? I was a little bit worried. I thought that maybe the Browns were going to struggle deep, but... No, not at all. And McLeod played really, really well. 
And the fact that Juan Thornhill was not out there and this secondary was incredible like it is tells you everything you need to know. Once Juan Thornhill is back there, good luck. Good luck. What are you going to do? Because the corners are playing lockdown. The defensive line is just flying to the quarterback. And the linebackers were really good as well. And that was the one unit that I was a little bit concerned about. Because, yeah, you know, JOK, Anthony Walker, but there was a lot of unknowns in that linebacker room, and they just did their job. They were confident. They were fine. And the defense still got the job done because the football is all about defensively. It's all about upfront secondary. Those are the two most important parts of your defense because if the defensive line gets there faster, the secondary doesn't have to cover long. And if the secondary is locking guys up, gives you more time for the defensive line to get there. Good news for the Browns is both of them are great. Both of them are fantastic, and you saw it Sunday. Now, one other thing I wanted to mention that I thought was really interesting um. And I don't know if this is a Zach Taylor thing. I don't know if this is a Jim Schwartz just not letting it happen thing. The Bengals did not throw over the middle at all, like hardly at all. And, you know, when you're throwing to the sideline, it's it can be tough, right? Because you don't have the space. But one of the things, and I don't know if it was just the corners are that good. And by the way, we said it all last year. This secondary, every single one of them, needs to be man on man. That is what they do best. That quarters, nickel coverage crap that Joe Woods was doing sucked. And guess what? This is the same exact unit that you have in your secondary, minus, obviously, Thornhill, but he didn't play anyway. Same unit, and look at how much better they played. How you use guys matters, right? You, you can be the best chef in the world, but if you put too much of, or hold on, let me rethink how I'm saying this. If you have, right, I'm fat, let's use a cooking example. If you have all the best ingredients in the world, but you put too much of one thing and not enough of another thing, it's not going to come out right. And it's not the ingredients fault, it's who is making whatever you're making, right? That's the same thing here. Joe Woods had everything that he needed to be a, a competent, at least competent defense. And I think it should have been good last year, but it wasn't because he didn't know what he was doing. Now you bring in somebody who knows what they're doing with what they have to work with, and it looks great. And again, like I was saying, I don't know if I finished my point or not. Can you tell I'm excited? Um, when the Bengals were throwing on the outside, Denzel Ward specifically was was allowing that small window out in front. But anything else was locked down. And the reason why I did that is because the only way you can get a completion there is if that ball is thrown perfectly. And I mean, it has to be perfectly. And Ward did a fantastic job of defending that. And again, I don't know if that was a Jim Schwartz strategy thing or if Denzel Ward is just that great. But all day long, they tried to throw to the outside and they couldn't do anything. 
So this was this was an incredible game. And I think Monday night against the Pittsburgh Steelers, the only way, and this is not going to be a Steelers preview, but the only way, if you are the Steelers, that you can stay in this game is if their defense plays lights out. And that's missing Cam Hayward, you know, and they got a lot of injuries, some important injuries on that team. But this Browns defense is going to absolutely eat the Steelers alive. Their offensive line is in shambles. You got Roderick Jones, who's a rookie. Uh, their left tackle struggled drastically. They got pushed around. And I'm expecting more of the same out of Jim Schwartz bringing pressure on Kenny Pickett. And Kenny Pickett sucks. He's a mid-quarterback. We all know this. If you don't know this, then you're probably delusional. So the Browns are going to bring pre- bring pressure. They're going to get to Kenny Pickett. And the, Brown- or the Steelers are without Deontay Johnson. So they have holes in that wide receiver room. The only legit receiver they have is Pickens but that Steelers team looked atrocious and you have a Browns team that is coming off one of the best defensive games I've ever seen out of the Cleveland Browns going into Pittsburgh against a team that has is struggled greatly and has injuries I think you're going to see yet another Jim Schwartz masterclass on defense. And I cannot wait. I absolutely cannot wait. You know, talking about the offensive side of the ball for the Browns heading into that game, a little bit different. But man, holding the best, in my opinion, the best wide receiver trio of Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, uh, you know, to nothing pretty much. 39 yards for Jamar. Tyler Boyd, 10 yards. Good luck. Good luck, Pittsburgh. So, with that being said, again, my name is Derek Frisbee from DF Sports. I hope that you enjoyed this. I am very clearly pumped about this team. So, I know this was a lot of ranting. This was a lot of just excitement. But I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, let me know in the comments below. Are you as excited as I am about this team and about this defense? Because again, what I saw Sunday, man, I cannot wait to see the rest of this season for the Browns. This is this is going to be special. So with that being said, like the video, drop a comment in the comment section, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell so you don't miss an upload. And uh, until next time, We will see you then. Go Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.